Hello again, and you are listening to Bonap OT. So, parents of my little friends, today we are going to talk about oral motor delay and what that means exactly. I know um, a lot of people come in and we see oral motor delay generally with a lot of kids, and sometimes we forget to explain what that means. So let's talk about what that means exactly. When we say oral motor delay, what we're saying is that they're having difficulty and weakness in the muscles of their lips, their tongue, their jaw, their cheeks, you know, which makes it very, very difficult for them to chew, swallow, and also move food around in their mouth in general. So there's so many muscles and with any muscle, you need to work it to make it stronger. So today we're going to talk a little bit about what you can do at home to increase your child's oral motor skills. So just basically make their mouth and jaw and tongue all stronger so that they can eat. Because sometimes it's not because it's not that kids don't want to eat, it's that they physically can't. And this is going to help them hopefully be able to eat. So one of the things that I want to talk about before I get into strategies is how we have to, as parents, I say we, also I don't have kids, right? I'm, I'm a student and I want to make that very clear now. I don't have kids. I have a lot of experience working with kids. I worked in ABA for a while under an ABA therapist and I did all these behavioral interventions. So that was really fun. Um, and I did that for, I think, three years. And then I got into OT school and I knew off the bat that I wanted to work in peds. So my capstone right now is in peds and then my field work after this is also at Active Kids um, in Loganville, Georgia and I will also be working with kiddos. So just take that with a grain of salt, okay? (laughs) Anyways, so sometimes I think parents forget that it's important to offer children food that match their oral motor skills, right? So if they have a weak tongue or they can't chew, you don't want to give them something that's super chewy. You want to start with something that's easier for them to digest and to, you know, mash up in there and then actually be able to swallow. So it's really important, you know, to meet them where they are. So if they can only handle like purees, Maybe try adding some chunks because, again, like with any muscle, you have to work it to make it stronger. So gradual changes, I think, are very, very important. So purees are fine, and if that's all that they can do right now, then add some chunks to it to help build those skills. So this way, they have to chew every once in a while, but they're still getting those nutrients that they need. I think another thing... um, With that, we're actually going off of that. It's just appropriate foods, right? I touched on this a little bit, but some consistencies and textures are just so much easier to consume than others, like those smooth consistencies or those, you know, the not so rough textures are just so much easier to get down, at least for me. I have a lot, I've, I have, um, a lot of sensory things going on too that I noticed while at my capstone. So I'll mention a lot more of those in our sensory episode. And if you haven't listened to that, please go ahead and listen to the sensory aversion episode. It's a good one. But some of these consistencies and textures are just easier. So maybe try 
avoiding like liquids and foods that break apart in the mouth you know they scatter and go everywhere kind of like rice or certain veggies like broccoli like pieces of the broccoli just fly everywhere maybe kids if they have a lack of control in their tongue then they might not be able to get all those pieces from around their mouth right because they because of that weakness and stick to like cohesive things that like go together and stick together they don't break off so try thinking about those i'm trying to think of a food like that but maybe like 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 pudding I think pudding is a good one you know it stays together for the most part and it goes down but that's if you're on like the thicker like consistencies of purees but for food just things that don't break apart generally are good to stick with at least to begin with, you know, you can always gradually get them to where you want them to be. But again, it's all very gradual and it's very, very dependent on the kiddo too. I think another thing to think about is controlling the amount of food and also feeding your child slowly, right? If they're, they have stuff in their mouths, but they don't have the skills to chew it and swallow, this could cause them to choke and that could cause anxiety and fear within them. I think it's important to just take it very, very slow and make those gradual changes and build that muscle just like you would any other muscle. I guess a way that you can do that is, you know, giving them like enough time to chew. So if you see that they you give them a bite of a food and they're still chewing but they haven't swallowed yet just give them that time but also this helps with you keeping track of pocketing so pocketing is basically when kids have food instead of swallowing they just put it on one side of their cheek and it just stays there they don't swallow it you know so that that can be a problem too and that could be because of weakness in swallowing or moving food around in their mouth and so that could be tongue that could be cheek that could be jaw that could be anything right that could be from a variety of things but just you know keeping track of that and it reduces that stuffing and pocketing too all right i think that's enough of that let's talk about some fun things that you can do at home to build your child's oral motor skills this is the fun stuff So I'm going to talk about a couple of things that you could just do at home with everyday items and things that really make a difference and help build that muscle. The first thing is blowing bubbles. All right, this is definitely underrated because having a child blow bubbles, it it helps build those cheek muscles and just that just that face that you make when you blow a bubble is is so good and it's so important because you mimic a lot of that when you're eating you know uh so i think it's i'm I'm actually making the face right now but of course you can't see me i realize this is a podcast and that you can't actually see me but in my but just know just for your information i made the face it's just a fun way to work the cheek and the lip muscles you know, it gets gets them started. It gets them all warmed up for when they actually do need to eat something. Another thing that I really encourage, and I know a lot of therapists here encourage too, is drinking from straws if they're able to. It's that sucking motion. You know, it really builds those muscles too. 
So if your kiddo has a lot of troubles with liquid, with like thin liquids, then you know start there. Obviously, start with the thinnest liquids like water and try to get them to suck from a straw. And then work your way to thicker ones, like eventually get to like a milkshake. And then if you want, you can get to a milkshake with chunks, you know, those bigger straws. It takes a lot more effort for you to suck it up. So when the milkshake is really thick and then it has chunks in it, personally, not a fan of chunks in my milkshake. Personally, not a fan of milkshakes. I know, contrary to popular belief, not everybody loves milkshakes, but this is just an example. <laughs> so, you know, just sucking that up and using using all of your muscles and that really really helps to build it especially when you make those gradual changes like starting from thin liquids and then eventually going to a milkshake with chunks you know a thick milkshake so drinking from straws is also a great way to just on an everyday basis build those oral motor skills another fun way is to make funny faces just make everything fun i have a very expressive face I do a lot of things with my face that people don't really understand and sometimes they do understand and then too much. I All my emotions show on my face, which can be a good thing and a bad thing, but make funny faces. Teach your kids all those fun expressions that you might have. You know what I mean? If you make a certain kind of face, they might mimic you. <laughs> they will mimic you because almost all kids want to be just like their parents or their siblings get them involved you know it's a good way for you to sit with all of your children and just make funny faces at one another and while you're doing that without even realizing it you're building all of those oral motor muscles needed for eating and swallowing and chewing so that's just an easy way to you know work those muscles without actually making it feel like work this one I think is my favorite, the one that we're about to talk about. It's enjoy a good lollipop. I don't know, I personally love the little dum-dums. They are my favorite, but suck on a lollipop or even, I don't know, have some fun with it. Move it around their face, like not their face, their lips. So you have your lollipop and they've been sucking, it, sucking on it for a little bit. Take it and move it around their lips and have them find it with their tongue. So if you put it on the right side of their lip, be like, oh, lick it with your tongue. Don't move your face, just lick it with your tongue. So they have to move their tongue out of their mouth and reach to the side. That is really important with, it's called tongue lateralization. That's what we call it. But what that does is it helps the kiddos move food around in their mouth and that you know, reduces that pocketing and they're able to find the food and move it, move it around in order to chew it. And this is just a fun way that you can work on that. So if your therapist says, oh, you know, there's some issues with that tongue lateralization, they can't move their tongue in their mouth, whip out a lollipop. And I know I make that sound really easy, but you know, it's just taking those small steps to improve that muscle. Your tongue is also a muscle, right? You just got to work it to make it stronger. Another thing is very similar to blowing bubbles, but it's the same concept, but it's painting with straws. Okay, this is a little confusing, so let me explain this to you. I saw this on Pinterest, I believe, somewhere on Pinterest. And so what they did was they, parents just laid out a big sheet of paper on the dining room table, 
and they plopped different colors of paint on this big sheet of paper and they handed all their kids a straw and I was like okay what's happening here because I think it was like a little video thing and I was like what are these people doing well those kids started blowing through their straws and were making these beautiful paintings basically and it was it was fantastic i was like wow this is a great oral motor exercise because they're 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 pushing that air out they're making that pucker face they're using those muscles and the cheeks the lips they're putting that effort out to below and they're having fun while they're doing it it's just an art project and what else could you ask for than to just do a fun art project with your kids but even while you're doing that art project, you're helping them build their oral motor skills. So, I mean, it, it could be anything, right? Something as simple as painting with straws could be a good way to increase those oral motor skills. The last one that I want to talk about is using a mirror. This seems a little weird, but I actually saw this for the first time at Active Kids um, with my mentor. She did this with a lot of her feeding kiddos, and kids love looking at themselves in the mirror. I don't know if you're a parent of a child that just stands there and does the bodybuilder muscle pose, or they just look at themselves and they just, you know, get shy when they look at themselves in the mirror or they always playing with their hair. I don't know. There's kids that do some funny stuff, let me tell you. But they are just so stinking cute. We can't even handle it. But kids love mirrors. You know, have them eat with a mirror and have them mimic you. You know, so you do something like make funny faces, have them mimic you using a mirror so that they can see what they're doing. You know what I mean? Or eat with just a mirror, right? Because what kids do and what I've seen at Active Kids is if you put a mirror in front of them and they're eating, they're going to open their mouth, they're going to move it around, they're going to move their tongue, they're going to like open mouth chew, you know, like really big, but like I'm doing it again like you can see me, but you know, you get the you get the picture. But just doing that really it makes it fun for them and it's something that they like to do and you're working all of those muscles when you do that and you don't even have to tell them to do it. Sometimes kids will just naturally open their mouth, move their tongue, chew bigger, you know, and you could do this with preferred foods, right? You don't have to necessarily do it with a food that they don't like. I think with building oral motor exercises, you just have to, I mean, oral motor skills and all of these different exercises, you just have to kind of give them what they will eat because sometimes um, kiddos with oral motor delays also have sensory things and they won't eat certain foods or they are picky eaters too. Like you can have a combination, right? But if you have a kid that just has oral motor delay and that's the reason they can't eat, it is very very easy to just do some of these things at home just to help them build those muscles again if there's different things contributing to it then give you know if they're really picky then give them something that they like to eat and do some of these exercises because at least you're hitting one part of it head-on even though the other part we're still working on refer to the other episodes you know we'll talk a little bit about sensory aversion i have one for that i have one about the environment and picky eaters versus problem feeders so just you know 
I think it's important to just gauge your child when it comes to these things. And you know your child more than we do, you know, and always, you know, if you want more ideas and suggestions, please contact your therapist. They are more than willing to help you think of fun new ways that you can get those oral motor exercises in at home. So I think that's all I have for you today. I can't think of any other things that we can do. So um, I bid you adieu and um, I hope you enjoyed and bon appetit.